ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of your show. That's right. It's the Kickout Crew with video episodes uh, premiering extremely on, oh God, with video episodes streaming exclusively on Premier Streaming Network. I'll get it right sometime. Hey, we've only done like six episodes on there, give or take. But uh, I want to thank everybody for the positive feedback of last week's episode, and I hope everybody got to come on down and enjoy it. And uh, shout out to everybody for having fun, playing little games with us, and, you know, just having a blast because, hey... That's what Bob Barker Prices Right was to us. And uh, speaking of a blast, we're going to have another one today because, you know, when life gets you down, you kick out it too, and you get to sit back and relax with us. And uh, let's let's have fun and ease our mind. Always, you can follow us at Kickout Crew on Twitter, Kickout Crew on Facebook, Kickout Crew on YouTube, Kickout Crew on Insta. You know, just Kickout Crew on all of your socials. I'll put it that way. But, uh... Hell, you know, that's enough me rambling, and uh, obviously, you can see, uh, I think it's going to be an unkillable episode today, because uh, we have a guest, but uh, Adam, take it away. All right, so our guest today, I was actually blessed to, my very first referee match was actually this gentleman right here, and uh, he ran this man over in the ring, by the way, so that was great, easiest night of my life, Um. He's been on Fearless Championship Wrestling, New South GCW. Um, he's been all over the country. You were just in Mexico not too long ago. So this is the unkillable Brayden Toon, baby. Welcome back. Doing? Welcome back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me again. Appreciate it. How was Mexico, man? Nah. Hey. Scary. <laughs> not too bad. I mean, it wasn't as bad as everyone was saying. I recommend you having a passport when you go over there, but if you, you know, <laughs> if you don't have one, then you can just be like me and pay 60 bucks, but it's so scary without a passport. Fuck. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was a story in itself. But you're an international superstar now. <sighs> yeah, I guess so. Hey, man, I guess take it, bro. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean that's freaking awesome, yeah, dude. You still, and you're not even in your prime yet, dude. You're still whooping ass, and and you're you're still peaking, man. That's awesome. Thank you, I appreciate it. Thank you. But I am curious. I do have one question though. You did win the signed silk delivered ladder match, and you cashed it in on a friend of yours instead of cashing it in for yourself. How hard was that to do? Uh it wasn't too hard. Not not too hard. Not not as hard as people would think it was. Um, growing up, I never really was shown loyalty. But the last five years, Hunter and Drake has shown nothing but that. So it was really easy. That was the plan all along. Um, you can just say I was the insurance policy. I guess so. But um, I'll, I'll, it all come full circle one day soon, hopefully. But uh, it wasn't wasn't as hard as people has been making out to sound. So. Well, Braden, I'm excited here. I am real excited because I am a big fan of the show Heels. Yes. And I'm just chilling, watching episode one of season two. And who do I see? I see Braden Toon right there. Uh, so let's let's get into it. How did that even come about? Uh, it was, I want to say, the back half of the pandemic. Like the back half, you know. Um, a buddy of mine, Carmen Michaels, hit me up on Messenger and was like, hey, uh, one of my good buddies are looking for extra bodies for a uh, background for heels. And I was like, Oh, 
I didn't know what hills were. I, I never really watched it. I just I didn't have stars. I really didn't, you know, watch it. I was like, all right, cool, you know, whatever. I was like, I didn't have no job at the time. Wrestling was my job. So I was like, all right, you know, any side cash I can get, I'll I'll do it. And uh, usually how that came about, I got in touch with Luke Hawks. He sent me all the information. I sent him back some pictures, uh, my resume, and my weight and my height. And he got back with me that same day. He was like, we'd like to have you. Uh, film starts tomorrow. And that was on a Thursday. So the next day I had to drive after Grimsley, Tennessee. I drove straight from there to Atlanta. And I just, just started filming. So Luke Hawks, that's Ace, right? On the show? He's the one brother? Uh, no. no, Luke Hawks is um, the – he's on the rival promotion. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, I watch it uh, every – we well, you know, I DVR it, but uh, we have stars, I mean, and we watch it a couple days after. But I love it. And uh, so, I mean, do you have any more appearances coming up? Uh, I think so, yeah. I, I know I've done a lot of filming, so hopefully I do. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully I do, so – we keep waiting for uh, the uh, the other gentleman you mentioned, the announcer, uh, Carmen, to, uh, Carmen yeah, Michael, Carmen Michael to show up too. And I haven't haven't seen him yet. Is there, uh what kind of part does he play in that? Or are you not allowed to say? I think. I mean, I don't really know. No one told me what I couldn't couldn't say. I don't. I just think he's a background. <laughs> I think he's just a background, okay. which is so cool. Um, but I think he had obligations, you know, through his his regular job, so he wasn't really able to make a lot of them. But I know some of the days he did make, we did film a lot of stuff. So. You should be on some of them for sure. Well, this is a start for sure. You're around some big stars there. Do you see yourself doing this in the future? Uh, maybe being in TV, movies? Yeah, I hope so. I just had to film another little snippet of something Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. I filmed up something else. So hopefully that, that should come out in December, I want to say. So that was really cool, really awesome to do. So I, I think I know what you're talking about because a buddy of mine mentioned it. You might be wearing yeah. this shirt. Yeah, it was... <laughs> well, I definitely wanted to ask you about that. I told no I told everybody else no one's else is allowed to ask. So guys, who else uh who else wants oh, to ask a question? I <laughs> right, still so, uh Braden, I'm gonna ask right before we start talking about heels, one of the things you're talking about was giving up that opportunity for Hunter Drink. So your last match with him yeah. was actually on uh Tuesday, September 9th. Or I'm I'm sorry I uh, wrote the wrong date down I I, I uh that's coming up <laughs> off to a hot start here Braden as always you know that you know the drill hey how the hell old are you anyway uh twenty yeah see that Adam you don't know anything at all that was a very important question I think kayfabe in your age he had you at twenty five years old <laughs> yeah he oh, did really? I'm, I'm twenty I know I'm going bald but I'm only twenty listen there's nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that I started going bald in high school things were, couldn't have worked out better couldn't have worked out better well I'm glad you say that so hopefully mine turns out good too so no we were talking about it because I remember saying I don't I think he said he wasn't old enough to drink yet technically yeah <laughs> I'm old enough to drink so I have <laughs> This this month, December twenty third, I'll be finally able to drink. So, oh, Looking Merry Christmas! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> with a first sip of beer, I'm sure. Hmm. Yeah, first mm-hmm. sip of beer. Yeah, yeah that first. <laughs> I got a question here from Ben Jones, friend of the show. Show Ben Jones. He wants to know who's one pro wrestler that is starting to wind down their career that you would love to work with at New South. Mm-hmm. 
Mm, that's a good question. Probably uh, Lash LaRue. Oh, good answer, know. friend of the show. Lash um, Crazy story, actually. I've seen him uh, at the Chicago show at GCW. Um, He, he came with Adam Priest, I think. And uh, Adam was like, "Hey, this is Braden Sue. He's a good, you know, a good dude from Alabama." And Lash goes, "Oh, I used to wrestle in Alabama all the time." Uh, Alvin Wallace, and I was like, "Yeah, that's my granddad." And we just kicked it off. We just like <laughs> talked for hours. I was like, "Great, this is awesome." Lash so is the greatest like, guy you'll ever meet, man. Oh, so genuine, so nice. I remember since I was a little kid, he was so nice to me as a little kid. So I, you know, I was dang, but also. Grew a beard and got bald and a little fat. So I mean, he didn't recognize who I was. I don't blame him. Are you are you familiar with Aniston, Alabama? Yeah, yeah, That's I've been where there a couple lives, times. In <laughs> oh, it's fire! That's like I think it's only an hour and thirty away from me, so it's not too far. Yeah, that's literally twenty minutes from my house right here. Oh, it's dope. Yeah, he, he's yes. not too far in there, Aniston. What is awesome. rolling stuff, Adam? Enthralling <laughs> stuff, buddy. It's a Carmen San Diego episode all of a sudden. <laughs> so um go ahead, Devin. You got a few questions, right? Yeah. So what I I was trying to spit out earlier when it came out. The last triple nines tag match was seven eight twenty twenty three against the helm. You had Walker thirteen and Zach Johnson in there. You have anything to say about them too? Um I mean they're Walker Hayes and Zach Johnson. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I, they, they're uh, Walker Hayes is a, a good buddy of mine behind the scenes. Um, he's he's cool. Zach Johnson, he's an up and comer. You know, nothing but respect for him. Um, he's probably definitely one of the hardest working people I know. Like you know, he shows up early, sets up the ring, tears down the ring. After brutal matches, you know, he doesn't complain, doesn't bitch, doesn't moan, doesn't gripe. He just gets the job done. So, I mean, all in all, cool people. In the ring, yeah. horrible people. I hate them. <laughs> no, that's good. Uh, Adam actually had a private interview with Zach Johnson when he was first starting up his career. So, it was, it was cool to listen to that. And now we're actually seeing him, like, putting in the work. So, yeah, he is, for sure. I, um, I have a, a ring my backyard and that's like in a building or whatever he'll he'll come up here a couple days and he like put in the work so i really really cool you know he doesn't always asking questions to everyone like hey can you watch a match can you help me i'm like damn cool kid definitely cool kid that's good to hear so uh and the other part in that was that was your last tag match with hunter drake could you see you guys teaming together sometime soon um yeah I do. I hope so in the near future. I mean, Triple Nines is, you know, always been a cool thing, a thing close and dear to my heart, you know, ever since it became a thing. So, you know, we could uh, get a shot at the tag team gold against ADS soon. So, yeah. This question comes to us from Amy Vaughn, and she wants to know, where does Braden see himself this time next year? Hmm. This time next year, I definitely. Since PWI 500 came out today, I definitely want to be on the list next year. Definitely, I feel like that's something that everyone I strive for ever since I started. So I think I definitely want to be in uh, PWI, um, and uh, definitely a couple more countries under my belt next year. 
definitely. So, by the way, shout out to Alex Kane, number thirty-four on the uh, PWI five hundred, uh, friend of the show and guest of the show. So, well, what are your actual goals? And this is also Amy. She always brings the tough hitting questions. What are your goals in wrestling? Is it for gold? Is it for recognition? Or is it for cold hard cash? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, good. I guess a little bit of all of them, honestly. I mean, I mean, some people are just like, you know, they want to get in it to, you know, be a wrestler. And that's cool. Some people don't want to travel. And that's cool. But I always had a goal starting out of, you know, becoming a household name, getting a contract, paying my bills with professional wrestling, and just, just, just keep grinding. I've always wanted to, you know, achieve my dreams. I feel like I've achieved my dreams, but I haven't achieved the dreams, the grand dream, and that's getting a contract. So that's, I guess, in all, is that's my goal in professional wrestling is getting a contract. It's okay to want money. It is your job, you know. Absolutely oh, okay. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thousand percent. I'm doing, you know, a lot of stuff for a little bit of money, and it sucks. I'm just like one day, you know, that's just the end of the goal. Is like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll be able to support my family with wrestling. So, so last question from her, and this is uh, all the listener questions. Who has been the toughest opponent this year, and who do you look forward to getting in the ring with in the next year? Hmm. Tough opponent this year. That's a good question. I'll see. Definitely uh the next year, the opponent I want to be in next year is definitely a Jordan Oliver. That just has to happen. Me and Jordan Oliver are like really good match. Um definitely the toughest opponent this year would probably be hmm. He had a damn good match with Kinsey Page. Derek Neal. Yeah. Either Derek Neal or Kinsey Page. Yeah, those two were probably the toughest toughest matches I've had this year. Derek Neal, we saw him on AEW just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so that's fire. Really excited for that. That's so cool. He definitely deserves it. 100% deserves it. That's one of like, the most deserving person, I think, is Derek Neal. So how long do you think before Rolando beats up James over there in the corner, huh? I don't know. Maybe the next time. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bring next, it. Time, next time Roland Huntsville. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be I'll be waiting. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he can look up at the stars, but you know, he'll need a telescope to see him. But you know, like it'll be a match made in the stars for sure. Keeps That's getting cool. deeper, man. He keeps getting deeper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to punch down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so we have a bunch of questions here from Devin. Devin, um, we can all just jump around and ask him if you want, but you can go ahead. All right, yeah. Just a second ago, you said uh, you'd mentioned Jordan Oliver, man that you'd want to get in a singles match with. You were in a six-way scramble with him, actually, at GCW. Say you will. Uh, mm-hmm. Another man in that match was Fuego Del Sol, one of my favorite independent wrestlers to watch. And uh, Fuego was on Twitch the other day, and I mentioned that we were going to be bringing you on our podcast. And he he mentioned he talked very highly to you. He said that that he really wants to come to New South and have a one on one match with you. And I just I wonder what you got to say about that. Oh, that's awesome! I didn't know that was I didn't know that happened, but that's awesome. I um I got to talk to him a little bit one on one, you know, after the match, and it was like 
because I used to watch him, you know, in the backyard. Man, my little brother did. So it was kind of like one of them, like, cool full circle moments, you know, and I was like, damn, it's cool. And then we started talking, and um, definitely I would – yeah, I would mean a lot to me if I got to share the ring with him at New South in Alabama. So that would be super dope. Hopefully Didn't know you had a so. crack research team here like Devin, huh? <laughs> That's dope. I appreciate it, yeah. <laughs> Who's your favorite referee in New South? Man, you know, <laughs> Adam, you know, <laughs> sir, it takes oh. in the mail, Braden, takes in the mail. <laughs> I don't care. Well, I hope so. <laughs> so what's the, what's it been like? Um, you know, we were at that show a lot of most of us, Devin, um, what's it been like working with GCW? It's been, um, a dream come true, I guess, you know, I'm not, well, that's everyone. I'm not. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm working towards it. It's it's something. When I first started wrestling, it's like that's the place I all wanted, always wanted to be. Was ECW. So it's been. It's been a, a whirlwind of emotions. All all positive, of course. Um, and everyone there is so helpful, so kind, so genuine. Um, so it's definitely been a um, a, a positive experience all in all. So I couldn't be more blessed for the opportunities they've given me. We ran into uh, Nick Gage and Jordan Oliver at. Uh... What was it? Uh, Dave and Buster's <laughs> the next day. And they um, really, they, they're just, I, I mean, honestly, God, Nick Gage, I know he, a little rough around the edges, but genuine guy, uh, definitely someone that he, he doesn't, he doesn't fake it. He, he loves his fans. Uh, is he, have you, have you know him? Uh, yeah, we'll talk a little bit. Um, he always, you know, greets me, you know, always you know, gives me little Dapskis and, you know, he will say good shit or whatever, you know, and he, he'll like, <laughs> Um, after the, um, six man tag with me, ADS, uh, Macisos and John Wayne Murdoch, he, uh, watched the match and after the match, um, he gave me nothing but, you know, good feedback. He watched the match, uh, so meant the world to me and, um, yeah, he's always been genuine and very nice. So I'm very appreciative of that. And who would have thought you'd be next to action Mike Jackson, huh? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> For those of you at home that don't know who Action Mike Jackson is, he's north of 70, so uh, you don't expect a young 20-year-old uh, buck to be working next to someone like that. But The former 10-time light heavyweight NWA champion. And Alabama legend around here, brother. Yeah, he is. My God, dude. Alabama legend. <laughs> he, was in, he was in town last weekend. That was what you guys talk one. about? Wrestling? <laughs> I saw That's he ever talks about his wrestling. That was the first guy I saw when we walked in uh, to that show we were at. Is him working, you know, working his merch. So always a thing. James, uh, uh, Mike, what do you else? What do you guys got? I guess somebody playing with a motorcycle might down the road. So <laughs> freaking random, just so <laughs> random. So no, random. That's, what I'm on, that's what I'm saying. That's when I'm on mute. It's allowed. I didn't know you were on mute, but it is nice. Yeah, yeah. It is nice. <laughs> Um, all right, well, I'll keep going. And your Facebook says you studied at University of Alabama. Yeah, how'd that go at 20 years old? <laughs> I didn't last long. <laughs> it's okay. Brad That's what she said. Better, uh, freaking Adam. I waited too long, pal. I, I, I get I get weird about being impolite but with Braden here as he calls me sir. You know? I just, I'll be honest with you. I literally just went to party. And I didn't get any parties, and I was like, 
this ain't for me, kid. I'm going. So I, I was only there for like two months, and I was like, I don't want to be here. So I left. Good, good <laughs> like, football, football games, parties, I'm going. Football nah, game? No? Nah, I was never really into football that much. My dad ruined that for me. <laughs> Why? What happened? My dad's a very toxic Alabama fan, and it pisses me off, so I just don't watch football. <laughs> Is that why you started playing soccer? Exactly. That's exactly why I played soccer. He never came, so that was cool. What <laughs> position did you play in soccer? Uh, left defense, and I was a goalie, a little bit of goalie. I played left defense on JV, and I was goalie on varsity. Cool. You going to all division or all section awards? Nah, we won. Uh, what did we win? I think we won. Uh, shit. No, I don't think we won anything. Now that I think about it, I think Varsity won one. I think they won all county, but JV didn't win anything. So that's cool. That is cool. Well, just uh, a few minutes ago, I had to step out because my fiance got home. No, and uh, if you look on any of your social medias, you'll see that you have a girlfriend Faith that's tagged in every photo with you. So how okay. long until uh you put a ring on that? I I don't know. Maybe soon. Maybe in five more years. I couldn't tell you. Uh, we talk about it. Um, there's a big age difference. Not big. She's five years older than me, so she's very understanding on what I want my life to be. Um, I couldn't be more thankful for her as a person. Um, she's like such as like a G. Like, she lets me go do whatever I want to, doesn't bitch about it, doesn't complain about it. and um, But I definitely think in the next next six months to a year, I'll definitely be engaged. So, yeah. Ooh. Hopefully she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> hopefully not. Because then she's like, what the fuck are you doing, Bray? Like, I don't know, Bray. I think we're safe on that. Oh. <laughs> and, and Adam says that you're five years older than you are anyways, so. Yeah, we thought you were 25, according to Adam, so it doesn't matter. doesn't matter at all. K-Fabe, brother, K-Fabe. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about Mr. EWA? Oh, no. How did you guys spell that? Crack oh, no. research <laughs> team. <laughs> so, um, that story when I was 16, I uh, was a huge, huge Sammy Gavar mark and it was like the area of him being like Mr. PWG and I was like okay well I'm Mr. EWA and I so I used to come out to his I Am Jesus by Infant Sorrow song everyone shitted on me and I was like I'm dropping this immediately so I just I was like no more I think I'm there for like two years though so that's kind of cool Sammy's go. one of my favorites I, no. uh, I talk, shit, Here I talk shit to these guys every week about him but <laughs> Adam's paying tribute to him with a shirt this week. In a circle. Well, so, uh, what oh, is a? <laughs> I gotta change this subject quick. <laughs> so, what does a typical training day look like for you? And you can either talk about like what you do at the gym or what you do in the ring. Uh, the gym it just depends on what day it is. If it's legs, backs, tries, you know, basic bullshit that comes to the gym and the ring. I always do five by fives and then I'll always just do a couple laps around the ring and then I'll do some up and overs, just basic cardio shit. And then uh, some of the new stuff training kids will come over and we'll always like do some of their, you know, academy stuff. If it's just, you know, three by threes, up and overs, um, we'll do a couple practice matches. I'll try to do a practice match with each one on the fly 
uh, leads into a pin combination sequence into the go home. So just basically whoever it is, how advanced they are, I always just try to help out any way I can. So I put you over big time with this last one with uh, Carrie Awful. I put you over big with the guys. So we saw you. um, We saw your matching PJs with Faith. Uh, Who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? Oh, Michelangelo. Yeah. Yeah. It's mine too. The best one. (laughs) I love Mikey. I don't know if these questions come out right in my mouth or not. Uh, thanks, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, we're running long questions, so should we? Uh, yeah, let's get moving. Continue on with the show. Absolutely. Thank you for that little Q and A there, Braden. So I back to you, Brad. James. All right. I have one more question, but I'll save it because it'll. Relate yeah, we're gonna later. talk about stuff during. The it'll match. relate later, and it's yeah. kind of match oriented anyway. You know what it is? We're halfway through a match and we realize we haven't watched it. We're sitting there shit and talking and everything. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that was a good talk. It, uh, good uh, learning a little bit about life. And, hey, let's keep that going with a little rant and stand. So, uh, Brad, what you got for us? All right. So I've talked to you guys a little bit about this in the group chat. And I've decided that I have to I have to talk about it on, on air. Celebrities on Facebook. And I don't mean celebrities like on Twitter or on Instagram. I mean, celebrities on Facebook. Guys, girls, most of them are not real. Stop. Please stop engaging with them like you know them. When I am the best looking one of all of you, there is absolutely something wrong. Cora Jade, Soraya, Soraya and Aaliyah are not messaging you an instant messenger. It is not them. Amy Lita is not selling her Hall of Fame ring on Facebook. I cannot believe who I just saw in a relationship with Cora J the other day. Listen, no, I'm not. I don't mean to insult anybody. She is with Braun Breaker. Okay. She is not with you. Who you're with? I am not sure. They are not real. And I'm going to say one more thing about it. I am friends with all of them just because it's morbid curiosity at this point now of who actually thinks it's real. And I find it just highly, highly entertaining. They are not real. Now, there are independent wrestlers, like maybe a Braden Toon, something like that. Yeah, probably real. But Hulk Hogan, not real. Okay, let's just get that out of the way. Um, also, scammers out there. You know how I know that there's a scammer uh, talking to the kickout crew? When they title, when they, when they open it, like, you know, like, hey, Brad. No, no, no. They say, hey, kick. Kick <laughs> yeah. is not our first name. We know it's, <laughs> we know you're a scammer the minute you call us kick, as in you're calling us by our first name. It is one word for kick out and then crew. Right, James? Kick out no. one word. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't have a whole lot of ranting to do this week. I just I just wanted to throw that out there because I just think it's so ridiculous that you guys actually think these are real people and they're meeting you at the local. People are like making dates at restaurants in their Facebook comments. Like, oh, my, my goodness. And, and you're old enough to know better, right? You're all old enough to know better. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about NXT. I think the Global Cup Invitational is so unique and different. If you're not watching it out there, it is something very different. Like with the rounds, and they have a, a tournament right now. You have the metaphor with Noah Noam Dar 
that's up there watching in the Raptors, it is very, very unique and very different. And if you're looking for something different in wrestling in on the mainstream channel, like a WWE, it is definitely for you. It is highly entertaining. Uh, also, we did have that show in Wembley a month and a half ago now. And I know how James loves it. We talk about old stuff, but this is just something I want to say. People are insulting that saying it's not the biggest show ever. Not this, not that. Eric Bischoff said it best this week. WrestleMania three became the biggest show ever because of what WrestleMania became. If WrestleMania three and it was over and there were no WrestleManias after that WrestleMania three would not be the biggest. It would not be a big deal. It's a big deal about what it becomes. And I'm just looking forward to what AEW becomes. And this was a great step in the direction. It was a great thing for wrestling. And, and yes, right now was, was it heavy on story? No, but it was, it was very entertaining and it is uh, wonderful for wrestling. So yes, it, as an individual show, it is what it is, but down the road, it is going to be something looked at as one of the greatest moments. So that's it for me. Back to you, James. All right. Well, uh, thanks for that, Brad. Uh, good stuff as always. And hey, don't get catfished <laughs> by uh. what you think is a <laughs> real big time wrestler. Your bum ass, you know. And, and if it's a professional <laughs> wrestler asking for money, it's not real. So don't send them money. Yeah, just send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> waste your time on me i'll talk about you on air it's probably you running all the pages Brad. i'll tell you what i've it's come to the point where i'm watching too much of it <laughs> oh man well good stuff but uh let's get these uh good times rolling with uh mike so uh mike uh what you got well today i want to do a little game yeah. I do a, a little would you rather wwe version would you rather, huh? Where'd you come up with that, Mike? I don't know. Every <laughs> Sunday. So, can you explain you the rules? Rather... We've never done this before. Yeah, what are the rules? You... What are the rules? Yeah, you just pick one. Just pick one. <laughs> Would you rather be in a tag team with 2008 Edge or 2008 Randy Orton? Anytime Randy Orton's involved, I want to be his tag partner. I don't care what year it is. I'm going to go 2008 Edge just because I'm going to be opposite of Adam one. And no, I'm more on the entertainment side at times. So uh, Edge to me has always been a little more entertaining than Randy, even though I do love Randy. Hmm. I'm trying to think when 2008 was. I think that's when Edge was nine nine years old and Braden was four years old. It was in 2008. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm trying to think what both characters were doing. I think Edge was like running stuff on SmackDown with Vicky Guerrero. Randy Orton was like just about to start the legacy stuff where he's like kicking Stephanie in the head. So yeah. I think I'm a uh, punting. Punting. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to go with Edge. I'm going to just hang out with the Guerreros and cause chaos against the Brothers of Destruction. Hmm. Brandon, what do you got? Hmm. I was four years old. I wasn't kidding. I don't know. No, <laughs> um, nah, I, I probably will go with the 2008 um, Randy because I love the legacy. Shit was fire. Huh. Hey, you'd fit right in too. Yeah, there you go. Generations. Hmm. James. James. James is all that's left here. Oh, uh, well. You know, since I was heavily involved in wrestling at that time, uh, it's taken me a little bit to, you know, concoct an answer. It should be a shirt. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to go with 
edge because why the fuck not? <laughs> that was a good answer. <laughs> All right. My next one is sitting front row was with either Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 34 or Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker WrestleMania 24. Uh, That's not even a question. Unanimous. Except for Devin. Uh, Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker in one of the greatest matches of all time. I'm with Devin. I'm with Devin. Nothing wrong with the other one. That's a great, great one, but that's like a moment in time there. That match was fire. 25? 24. Both of them. That was both of them, actually. (laughs) (laughs) You the same, James? Oh, yeah, for sure. Sold out WrestleMania Arena. Would you rather do the Undertaker's entrance or Stone Cold's entrance? Again. Son of a bitch. (laughs) I got to go Stone Cold. (laughs) The pop, the pop, the pop is going to be just that. It's going to be outrageous. Right. Uh, Undertaker. I'm a brain dead man all day. Yeah, I don't take any fire to do, man. Push. <laughs> no, no, Amy. No, come on. <laughs> that, that glass breaking, man. Just something. Hey, yeah, I gotta go with that. I mean, because that is my my dude. But fuck. I mean, they're both Texas boys. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're iconic each in their own way. But yeah, I'll I'll choose Stone Cold just because I he, he's the one that. Carried the torch, set the business on fire, really. Braden, I was at the uh, pay-per-view before, uh, these guys have heard of it, the pay-per-view before the, the pandemic. It was actually a week before the pandemic shut everything down in Philadelphia, Elimination Chamber. And the lights went out. There was Undertaker in regular clothes, choke slammed um, AJ Styles, lights back out. And that was it. And that was a pop, though. I'll tell you that. That was a huge pop. And he didn't even, he didn't even it was like 10 seconds. So I know what you mean. It's a tough decision. That's sick. That's awesome. Yeah. That was the last uh, last thing for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A long ass stuff. Yeah, and on, on 316 day, they were supposed to be in Pittsburgh, and mm-hmm. they had all those Yinzer 316 shirts made up. Held them off, and then at payback, Bober, he's sitting there, he's like, yeah, man, I was supposed to have one of those like three years ago when they came here. I had tickets to that Raw. <laughs> I love that shirt. That shirt is awesome. <laughs> Steel City 316 has a skull on the back, and then Yenzer 316. Awesome shirts. Yeah. All right, next one is, would you rather take a F5 by a pissed-off Brock Lesnar or get thrown off the hell in the cell? Oh, fuck me. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) I guess I'm taking the F5, man. I'm not going off that hell in a cell. (laughs) Only, Only one person lived off through that. Yeah, <laughs> Shane McMahon. That's true. Yeah, yeah, F off, F off, all the way. <laughs> There's a wrestler for you right there. There's, right. There's, <laughs> there's the table you land on. F five. Yeah, yeah I saw the one. I saw the one that Nicole landed on. Even if Brock is pissed, your fall is only like five, six feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, I'll take that. One. <laughs> I'd get up there. I'd be like, man, I just want to go down. Put <laughs> me down, uh, softly, brother. I only got two more. 
Would you rather book a Royal Rumble or book a Survivor Series? Come on, man. Just a match. Rumble. Just a match. Royal like, Rumble. Royal Rumble. That'd be a whole lot more fun. Survivor Series. Who gives a shit? Well, you got any five on five. So, yeah, I mean, so what? I could do that on a random Tuesday. Whatever. All right. Fuck off. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like, we can do that. Not so sure. easy, is it, Mike? Not so easy, is it? <laughs> Everybody going to do Royal Rumble? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. All right. Now, here's the hard one. Would you rather be live at WrestleMania 28 or be live at WrestleMania 29? Main event for both. John Cena versus The Rock. 28. Gotta go 29. When he wins? I'm going, 20, I'm going 29 where Cena beats him instead of getting cocky and losing the, the year before. That pissed me off. Yeah, 29. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 29 all the way, yeah. I'm going 27 when the Miz won. Shut up. What, with freaking R-Truth <laughs> out there? That stupid main event? What a nightmare. <laughs> Uh, I'll go twenty nine. Like the whole card, but I shit, I don't know. Uh, Guess what? James wasn't watching. Freaking yeah, yeah. Uh, Newsflash. Yeah. The whole card. I was saying that but was amazing. For, uh, for the sake of respecting the game, because you know I'm all about fun on this show. Uh, we'll go. <laughs> I'll go twenty eight because nobody said it. Brandy, I said twenty eight. Yeah, Adam. One of them. Because that was CM Punk and Chris Jericho in the, for the championship. Ah, see. Who would he fight backstage in? <laughs> That's it. The dumb like, toss. Yeah. Still kind of. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. <laughs> That's all you got? That's all I got this week. I'm done. Perfect. Well, hey, uh, what better way to watch the wrestling with some food, Mike? So, uh, what you got for Mike's meat minute this week? I'm not done. We have to do, Braden. We have to do this early, buddy. We have to do this early. The outline. So today, for Mike's meat last, not anymore. It's football season. We all like to eat a little bit of food during football. So let's do a football smoky wiener casserole. Oh. How about that? Hey, oh. What you need is a pack of the little smoked wieners, the little sausages. <laughs> James knows all about those. Yeah, you're not far off. So do every girl I hook up with, too. They know all about the small wieners. <laughs> you need a can of baked beans, some jalapenos, some barbecue sauce, and some cheese dip, like the little cheese sauce. Mix all that together. And then on top of it, you want to put on... A thing of cornbread mix. Mix up some cornbread mix. Pour it right on top. Bake at 350 for 45 minutes. Little Smokies. Yeah, yeah, little Smokies. Little Smokies are so... They're Smoky Wieners. That's what they call it. They're Smoky Wieners. Everybody likes Little Smokies. Yeah. For Devin. Yeah. Which is a little different way of doing it. Sometimes it doesn't matter about the size. It's still filling. Yeah. Right. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) I still got 22 seconds. 20, 19. You should be able to do it twice. <laughs> we call uh, that one. Likes me, man. We call that pulling a brad. We can do it twice in one minute. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> those Aaron Rodgers memes were classic about like, oh, uh, man. how long can you go? And it's like 75 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Shout out football, huh? RIP the Jets hopes and dreams. <laughs> so, Are, you done? Are you done, Mike? Yeah, that's it. That's all you do. That all was right. that, the first actual meet minute. <laughs> Well, because it was only like the fourth thing <laughs> down the outline. Yeah, if that would have been at the end, it'd have been about ten minutes. We know that. <laughs> yeah, thanks for throwing up the picture, Brian. Yeah, Brian, what a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I guess it's time to you know get it in gear, huh? Do it. Well, it's time for the first match, and it's going to be a watch along style. So for those of you at home. You can go to YouTube and search for uh, the Grind Preliminary Wait, Series. There. What? <laughs> the Grind sure. Preliminary Series. <laughs> and, you know, Braden's name, obviously, because that's who we're talking to. But uh, what match is it? All right. It's Ebed Aronese versus Braden Toon. It's from the Grind Preliminary Series. And uh, had a match length of four minutes and 32 seconds. And it took place sometime. Brayden, do you happen to know when this took place? Uh, I think it was Boston. It was in Boston. Huh. Yeah. Was it here recently? Was it last year? Um, it was this year. I think it was uh, early, early in the beginning of the year, actually. It was uploaded to YouTube in April. <laughs> okay, all, like, then it was. Um, uh, I think it was like. Then it was like March. It was March. Yeah, it was right before Haas, so it was March. All right, so good, good. Our crack research team failed us on this one. Yeah, nah. <laughs> but yeah, and uh, I guess we're just gonna get good. Yeah, to go. hit play. Let's hit play here, Braden. The reason I um I I watched um some a lot of Braden Tune uh, footage last week. Jersey weighing in tonight at 160 pounds. And um, this is, even though this is only four and a half minutes, it is it is an action-packed four and a half minutes. Um, and I, my first question is, and uh, I'm sorry the video is lagging a little bit here, but um, you're giving up a lot of size, or he's giving up, you know, there, you, there's a big size difference here. How was it working with him? Um, it was, it was like easy, like not, nothing on him, like nothing, nothing on his part. It was very professional, very easy work. I actually want to work him again soon. Um, it was just, um, we had a, a very, very small region of time and it was both of our debuts. So we wanted to make sure we both of our stuff in, make sure everything looks crisp. So it was like very like, okay, what do you want to do? Here's what I want to do. Let's kind of make it make sense. We only have six minutes. It was, like, it was like kind of like something like that, I guess. But other than that, very easy match to call, put together, kind of thing. You do a Did good job taking those uh, the tosses in this match, like where he has you. Yeah, those headlock. Hits, yeah, mm -hmm. those headlock takeovers here. Really good job Thank on you. that. Thank you. I I guess my question is, you do a lot of athletic things, and some of this stuff actually looks very dangerous. Like, so how do you do any of that for the first time? I I just do it. Hope they trust me enough not to drop on their head. 
That's the way I. That's the way I do it. I don't know. Um, um, so if it's like uh like a like when I did the springboard package power driver, um, the first time I actually did it with Kobe Carino, and uh, uh, I just wanted to make sure I got him up safely. I just picked him up and I just stood on the second rope and I just jumped. Nothing like too serious. And I knew once I had the jump, I knew I could just fall on my ass and it was you know protect him as much as I could. So just like. Stuff like that, it's just like if I know it's like gonna be like something off the top, I'll just make sure I can security, you know, get them on like on my shoulders or you know, hold them up top, you know, before anything happens. Kobe mm. Carino, the new NWA light heavyweight champion after defeating Kerry Morton at their most recent pay per view. That was yes, awesome. Sir. I love Kobe, such a nice guy. He's a you great got talent. some good clean kicks too here, Braden. When, um, Enziguri was awesome. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When he was in the corner, that was a good um, springboard Enziguri. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it is. It's just a very athletic match. Uh, you know, I, I don't – you know, you, you throw on YouTube. You, I, I, I Google – or I, not Google. I YouTube your name, and I this is the first one that came up, and I don't understand why. But there's just so much going on here with um, – now, like drop kicks and stuff like that. Did that just come naturally to you? Um, yeah, it, it, it did. I'm not even trying to be that guy, but it, it very, very much did. Um, everyone asked me, like, oh, how can you do, like, a backflip? Or, um, you know, we're shooting star press. I really can't tell you. I think it just kind of came natural. Um, I, I started, like, um, my dad used to run a show, like I said in the previous podcast. And, like, the ring was always up, so it would always go, like, to the ring. And I would literally just do a springboard moonsault off the bottom rope continuously. That was my thing. Like, I would just do a springboard moonsault. I just, and just eat shit continuously. So then I was like, all right. So then I just started doing a running backflip. I didn't know what it was called. I was just a running backflip as I called every, like, everything. I was like, oh, it's just, like, running backflip I did. Going to find out. It was a shoot star press. So everything I would do, I would just do as a kid. And then here I am now, and I still do the things. So I just... Done as a little kid when I was like a bunch of pounds like lighter than I am now. So that's just that's like kind of like my answer on like uh, when somebody asked me, "Hey, how do you do a springboard moonsault?" I really can't tell you how. I just can tell you like where to throw your arms and tuck your legs. So, well, you know, that's the thing about a moonsault is uh, I've seen so many bad things happen on moonsault. And I'm not trying to scare anybody, but that's what I mean about doing something for the first time is something like that when we see professionals out there doing it all the time and then making mistakes with it. So it is so impressive to see you do a moonsault, really. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, I got you one, Braden. Yeah, I noticed in this ring right here that it has corner pads instead of turnbuckles. Is there a big difference in one of the in, in the other to you? Or is it all the oh, same? Yeah. 100%. To me, there is specifically because, like, it takes up, like, it's just like riding a bike to me. Like, no matter what turnbuckle it is, I know I can jump up and my feet land wherever I need them to. But here, it was like way, like, it was so much more, like, wider. I'm like, this is weird. That's where I really knew nothing, like, springboard, like, springboardish here. Because I just, like, I didn't feel comfortable with my, how wide my feet was. So I was like, this is just that. Ah. Now, is that a boxing ring or is it just uh, the corner pads are different? Oh, the corner pads are different. That ring is like the most nicest ring I've ever seen in my life. Super nice ring. And when we were setting it up, it was like 
it had so many pieces, but everything fits so nicely. Like everything about Braun from their like entrance to their ring, money. I love it. I love Brian. Definitely Brian Wong. Favorite promotion I've ever been to. Shout out. That's cool. So you were on the receiving end of that one, huh? Yeah. That's okay, because it's not what it's all about, right? It's about putting on a good performance. Um, it won. I will say this. <laughs> it didn't won with the package pile driver. But I will say this, though. Uh, I, I, I question stuff like this sometimes, and I'm not, again, trying to be negative. But you're you're a much bigger than that guy. And in, in, um, the, in the schoolyard, you're going to destroy him. How, uh, how hard is it to sell for those situations? Every... Something I've learned recently is like every everyone thinks differently. I guess, um, you know, like not this match particularly, but I was actually in a recent match a couple weeks ago, and I was like bumping like crazy. Everything he would do, I would just bump. I got locker room and I got mass shootout. You need to protect your size. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, I understand, I get it, but the way I think is like, and something I've learned recently is like that match. If you watch that match, and you watch some more recent matches. There, it is. I have changed a little bit thanks to Carry Awful, because like Carry Awful, like that man's brain with wrestling, never ever experienced anyone think that way. Yep. So like Carry Awful, like taking me under his wing and breaking down psychology of me being a big man like him, to a small man like um, Rolando Perez. Um, <laughs> like uh, I'm just gonna make you work. I'm just gonna make you work for it. Like ten times harder than you would if you was wrestling someone your own size. So, like, if you watch the match then, like, if you watch this match, to me, now, it's, like, it's a little different. I don't bump on everything. I don't oversell on everything. It's more of, all right, bump cord is actually a thing. My neck is, like, wrecked right now. So, like, everything I do, I think, very, very precise on now. Thanks to Carrie Awful. That's just all props to him. Like, I can't, yeah. Well, you know, we're going to be watching a match here with um, you and Kenzie. And that's another perfect example. I mean, she's a 98-pound um person uh, i'm not gonna get yeah. in the male female part of it i'm just saying she's 98 pounds 110 pounds to the moon yeah. well, she about. freaking brings it though don't she bring it? i mean i'm just saying yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I completely understand like it's it's something that i didn't think you know because i always think all right well people know this is you know predetermined so i'm gonna go out there and i'm just gonna Bought my ass off for everybody. And now it's just like, nah, not no more. Like, it's just care off of made it make so much sense to me. It blew my mind when he set me down and like gave me a 30 minute spill on his way of thinking of bumping. And I'm just like, damn, this guy's really intelligent. So ever since then, I'm just like, all right, cool. Yeah, I put him over not too long ago. I was telling the guys, what was it? <laughs> It was like 20-something students that was there the other day, and he made each person come up with a different pinning scenario to make sure it didn't match the, the one before them. And he damn near come up with 20 different ways to get pinned during that during yeah, was, seminar. It, it was amazing. It was crazy because I literally got back from Chicago. So I went to Chicago that Friday. I drove there Friday morning, left my house at 4. I got to Chicago at when? I, I left there at 11, got back literally to Florence at 11. No shower, no other thing. Just headed straight to Florence. And he came to say, hey, you want to help me in the seminar? And I was like, well, 
no one's going to carry awful. No. So of course I will carry awful. And um, we got in there and it was like, I, I feel like I was a student of the game because he was just saying things. And I was just like, wow, this is crazy. And like, um, I think three or four students came all the way from Oklahoma to the seminar. Yeah. yeah. And they got a spot on the show. Like, it was just crazy. And they still hit me up, like, hey, like, carry off, we're going to be there this weekend. Literally hit me up today. Hey, carry off, we're going to be there Saturday. I think we're going to come. Yeah, he's going to be there. So I think they're coming again. So, like, carry off, money. I can't think carry off enough. So. All right. Let's, uh, you want to keep moving, uh, J- uh, James? Yeah. I got a question for Braden, real quick. Uh, of course uh, you did. I said it, something, huh, Devin? <laughs> you just talked about traveling to Chicago, Braden. Uh, Next Tuesday, when we're recording, Samoa Joe's holding a big seminar in New York City. Will you be going? Yeah, I, I'm going. I know he's yeah. one of you. Yeah, I, I, I just I couldn't pass the fact that I'm, I can learn from like someone who always you know compares me to. So I definitely have to go. Like, I have to go. And luckily, like my fiance bought me the seminar. So like, she was like, "Here." I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Thanks, you know. So. So, yeah, I'm going. I'm looking forward to it. Really excited, really nervous. So, yeah. That's uh, I awesome. Guess, I guess I well, got one I'd... more thing, though. I got one more thing after that, uh, Devin. Go ahead. Well, I just know that you talked very highly of Samojo last time you were on here. And you were talking about how he's one of the people that you model your work after. So, I definitely wanted to touch on that before that happens. But mm-hmm. Brad, yeah, what do you got? I just want to know if you're piggyback in uh, WrestleMania next year. Are you going to be in Philadelphia area? Uh, yeah, I have, I have plans uh, to be there, be up there for a couple of shows. I'm not booked on anything, but I'm going to go help set up whatever I can do. So, yeah, yeah. I have the, uh, the plane booked and the hotel already booked. So, yeah. Yeah, me too. Well, I don't have a plane. I live out here, but um, I definitely have a hotel booked too. I'm going to be oh, out there. Fine. So, uh, we'll have to say hi. Hey, you may Absolutely. be booked. Yes. Card subject Absolutely. to change. A long way to go, yeah, right? Hopefully, fingers crossed. <laughs> exactly. It's a long way off. I'll tell you that. You can win the Rumble. <laughs> I could. I'll yeah, get signed, dude. Yeah, make I'm, sure you're in, you're out there. The Rumbles in Tampa. Sure. I'll be there, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Uh, sorry about that, James. Back to you. No, you're good. Uh, well, Devin, you know, since uh, you felt like shit chatting, hey, why don't you just take it away? So, uh, my topic this week isn't really gonna work without Bryant here. He told me he was going to be here, <laughs> so I sent him a bunch of pictures for my topic, and now we're here. So, I'll cut right into my demographic. When this podcast drops, we are 10 days away from MLB playoffs. We have a lot of like teams that we were not expecting to see here, a lot of teams that I'm happy to see. I'm just uh, I'm excited to watch the playoffs. I'm excited to see how everything turns out. I want to know who you guys have. Since the your team series. sucks, just say it. Since your team blows ass. You're excited to watch someone else. Well, I'll uh, yeah, I mean that's true. But I'll start. No Yankees, I'll start Red Sox, or Angels. But I'll start this off because I got a team in the hunt. Uh, Philadelphia Phillies are going to be in the playoffs probably as a wild card. Well, as a wild card only because the best team in baseball is and are the Atlanta Braves, and yes, it is sir! not. And it is not even close. We just as as we recorded this, which is always a week ahead of when it drops. Okay, Fabe. Sorry, James. We just <laughs> lost three out of four to them at home. And we're good, <laughs> you know. So they uh they have like eight, five, six guys in the lineup that have 30, 20 to thirty plus home runs. I think it is. They're the team to beat. I mean, but anybody can lose in a three game series. That's true. But they're good, man. They're good. 
hoping for Philly, expecting Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I think uh, I like the Braves and the Rangers, but between both teams, I couldn't name three players. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, like I really don't watch baseball that much, but from uh, what I've seen about the Braves, I'm like, woo, <laughs> there's the win, you know, like, or, hey, because they, they look, I would, Instagram uh sports center on Instagram posted something and you just scroll through their whole batting lineup and it's like 30 30 30 20 10 I'm like good god <laughs> like their whole team is smashing home runs so they clinched the NL East last night I mean as we record this and it is 10 and as it drops this is 10 more days of baseball <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's my that's my call yeah bravo's all the way you guys too, Mike and Brandon. I don't know how much you two are into. Oh, baseball. yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't tell you how many bases are on the field on baseball, man. <laughs> I, I don't want baseball, but it's me. Ah, uh, that's okay. That's all right. But yeah, I had the same thing. I had Astros and Braves. My, my prediction for the two in the World Series. Braves probably taking it. Ronald Acuna Jr. has the first ever thirty home run, fifty stolen base year for a single player ever so he'll probably run away with mvp and i'm just excited baseball's coming to an end and it's always the most fun games to watch so back to you james shout out acuna the only player i can name <laughs> from both teams <laughs> <laughs> but uh appreciate it and you know there'll be more screen time for glavin maddox smoltz my boy Chipper Jones, like you know. <laughs> Sir Jeff Blouser, Raphael Belliard, <laughs> Andrew <laughs> Jones. <Lopez. in> <laughs> yep, you weren't even born yet, Braden. <laughs> They'll probably do some Bobby Cox tribute stuff. <laughs> I like, don't, I don't know these names. Are. Mickey <laughs> Mantle. <laughs> 1995 Atlanta Braves champion. Yeah, 1995. Team. He was born in 2000. <laughs> Damn, the Yankees won the World Series. Jesus, I knew, I knew that. <laughs> so is, that a, is that what you got for us? That's it, brother. Hell I guess yeah. when Brian says he's going to be late, it means he's not coming, huh? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> right, and Brian's our producer. He helps us with like everything behind the scenes and our. And he said he's going to be a little late. Well, it's an hour now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually a little late. Oh. Yeah, right. A little late. A little late. I actually showed up five minutes early just so just because I knew Brayden was coming on. <laughs> he did. So we're going to say you're on every week. Huh? <laughs> right, for real. <laughs> We've done 74 episodes. I've been early three times, and this is Man, one of them. That's heavy. Over under, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of being late, or as some would say, a week behind. But uh, I'm going to audible on that, though, because. I kind of want to, uh, I had a question for Brayden that I think uh, it'd be a good little like mini segment. Um, <clears throat> like stepping up to the occasion and like, because uh, you know, like you're a, a performer, like you're stepping out on stage and you got to bring it every single time that curtain opens because you never know if that one instance could change your whole fucking life, good or bad, you know? <laughs> but like, uh, so it's kind of like a, you know, stepping up and, putting out like this is it you know like this is my my moment and uh so like what's the mindset like where you know like i have to bring it like no excuses 
whether I feel like shit, whether I'm about to shit my pants, <laughs> you know, like whatever, like you have to bring it and be in that moment and give it a hundred percent, no excuses, like showing up to the moment. Like, what's that like? So I have a motto for the last five years and I'm pretty sure it'll continue. Uh, no matter if it's five or 5,000. Um, to me, it just means, um, I, I, cause I never, um, how I put this on ice away. I never grew up wealthy. I grew up, you know, struggle week to week. You know, we're going to have food, life's going to be all kind of thing. So when my dad would scrape up enough money for us to go to these live shows, it was just half-assed. You, you know, it, no, the wrestlers didn't give a shit. It was just more funny, like, ha, 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 four bumps a match. And that, as a kid, I always kind of was like, that's not what I'm watching on TV. I don't want to watch this. I want to watch you guys, like, have good matches. So now, like, me being there and, like, knowing that, like, kind of having that adult mindset of, I know Mr. John with his four kids, you know, a, a carton of eggs is $12, and he can fork out $15 or $10 for a ticket. I know his kids. I know he wants to see and forget about all this stress. So let, let me see if I can help that a little bit. So yeah. that's just the way I think about things is like, even if, you know, I always try to like have something where it's like bracelets to me, like it only cost me like, I think 20 bucks for a hundred. So like if a kid comes up and they are like, how much is your shirt? And I'm like 25. And they're like, uh, yeah, you know, you can always still look in their dad's face. of, No, nah, maybe next time. I would just give him a bracelet and the sticker because I just know how it is, you know, how I know how it is to be that kid that, you know, gets told no. Yeah. So I, if it's, you know, no matter what it is, I'm going to, I'm going to show up and show out no matter where I am, no matter what I'm doing, five or 5,000. It, it's, it's just, I'm going to make sure I perform the best as I can. That's an awesome mentality. Cause like, uh, I'm a huge Jordan, Michael Jordan fan. And he always said like, cause with this resting player bullshit they do today, he was like, no, fuck that. Like, what if that's their only opportunity to see me? Like, I'm not going to go out there and mm -hmm. shit the bed, whether they're playing a shit team or whether they're playing a good team. Like, that, they are coming to see me, you know, like Michael Jordan. So I'm going to give them a reason to, like, believe that he's the best. And, you know, that's a really awesome mindset to have because, like I said, what if there's one person in there that's like, hey, man, like, who may know somebody? And like, hey, man, you should check this dude out. Like, you never mm -hmm. know what exactly. can happen. And uh, exactly. the fact that you're performing in front of a live audience, like, you have to bring it. You know, there's no, like, <laughs> oh, sorry, guys, I'll get you next time. Like, no, nah, man, because that's what I like about, like, wrestling and entertainers in general. Like, there's no off day, <laughs> you know? Right, you I'm, I'm a witness. Going. I'm a witness. <laughs> I see Braden talking to the fans, especially after the shows. He's talking to whoever he can. That way he ain't got to take down the ring. So he talks to all the fans, no matter who it is. He talks to him the whole time, and conveniently enough, all the fans leave right when we get the ring loaded onto the trailer. That's when he's done talking to the family. <laughs> yeah. Smart. You got to think smart. No, 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 smarter no. than I am. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, but um, something that kind of stems off of that is, like, um, I, I was riding with uh, Jordan Oliver one day, and he was just telling me, you know, like, it's kind of crazy to me you know, how we have a passion and a dream that takes years off our body when there's people who don't even can't even have a passion for a nine to five. And that stuck with me. I was like, damn, that that's really is true. Like I have a passion for something that's literally taking years off my life. Like that's crazy. 
it's like it just drives me 10 times harder now to make sure like those kids are like you know mr john in the crowd like goes home knowing damn that braden tune guy like he gave it his all hell yeah you know maybe next time he'll bring his friend or his brother and then you know it just grows from there so it's all about helping any way i can if it's performing if it's passing out flyers or whatever so so well and another thing that you said like uh because we all see like you know our podcast and definitely like other forms of entertainment and wrestling in general as like we deal with enough shit in our regular life it's kind of cool to have that moment to just like all of that erases your mind and you can just enjoy the moment even for a little mm-hmm. bit like when i go to live shows or when i'm on vacation like with these guys you know I don't think about anything. I don't do the drama. I don't do no bullshit. I'm on vacation. It's like my famous quote. Hey, I'm on vacation. I ain't got time for this. And that's vacation. get like, you know, so to have those mental breaks and especially like, you know, so thank you for doing that. Cause you never know how many people you're helping by giving them a fucking break from a lot of bullshit. So that's really awesome. Uh, just, just something I want to, and we can move on from here. I just wanted to say something real quick. It's always funny to me, and I really appreciate what you're saying about if it's five people or 5,000, you're there to put on a show for them, because it's never the people that are there's fault if there's not a lot of people there. So why would you ever be upset when the people that are actually there for you are there for you? Where You could be upset at the people that aren't there, but not the people that are there. So yes, always put on a show for the people who are there. And someone that says that all the time is Mick Foley. Mick Foley always says that like he he worked he would worked in the Herb Abrams uh, situation there with that pay-per-view where there was probably less than 500 people in the whole place in a gigantic stadium. And he said, I looked at it as an opportunity to do whatever I wanted and have a good time and, and, and entertain the people that were there. So I appreciate you, Braden, for saying that and doing that. Thank you. Because, you know, as they say. Life always moves forward and, uh, you know. You don't want to look up and all of a sudden be a week behind. Be a week behind. You got to tie it all in, right? <laughs> and that's <laughs> never mind. Yeah, that is the spirit <laughs> of being a week behind. <laughs> but uh, appreciate that, Brain Man. It's good shit, and uh, that's a very clip-worthy part of the episode. Some would say. Yeah. So. Uh, well, moving on, uh, we got uh, Adam up next. So, Adam, what you got for us? Yeah, where are you reffing this week, Adam? <laughs> yeah, because all, all my topics are just where I'll be for the weekend. So, Friday night, as we record, <laughs> it's the Pro South Wrestling um, 2023 Battle Rumble. So, it's a Battle Rumble match, and then the Triple Threat <clears throat> Tag Team match between the Offside Heroes, Atonement, and the D.I.K.'s. <laughs> yes dudes dudes in kimonos is their actual name yeah okay but there is <laughs> dik's the dicks yeah it's freaking hilarious and then the final boss brandon Wally versus the game uh the game master amethyst i can't never say her name and then like i said the uh the battle rumble match and then saturday as we record we will be in scottsboro alabama for New South, where you actually see Brayden Toon against Jamison Shook. And yeah. uh, I got to watch one of his matches. He's actually a damn good worker, man. So I'm excited about this match. So be on the lookout for for this for this show coming up on IWTV pretty soon. Nice. So I'm excited about that one. Maybe I'll get lucky and get that match. 
We're you up all night. Patrick. And then Sunday, I think, won't you be in Birmingham Sunday, Braden? Yes, sir. Me Brett and Tyler a hardcore match. You versus who? Who was that? Uh, Tyler Franks. Oh, beef. Tyler Franks. <laughs> yeah. Tyler. That'll be a damn good match, too. So be on the lookout for the matches coming up. Meet forever. One of my favorite chains. I know that has nothing to do with that, but, you know, meet guys like meaty guys slapping me. What? I don't know what I'm saying. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's it, man, because I know we still got another match to go to. So that's all on my part. That's his way of saying back to you, James. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pro South will be on YouTube. But it's never so, back yeah, to you, James. We do that live. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, very excited and can't wait for that. All right. It looks like it's time for our second match. So uh, let's go ahead and get it started. And uh, what match is it? Well, it is. <laughs> Kinsey Page versus Alec Price versus Braden Toon versus Effie. It took place at the heart of the Southern 16 Tournament Final Four-Way Elimination Match from the New South Haas Tournament 2022, Night 2. And the date of that one was March 5th, 2022 from the Sparkling Civic Center in Hartsell, Alabama. And it had a match length of 15 minutes and four seconds. And you can just watch it on YouTube or watch along with us. There he is. Brain tuned in the corner. A little pissed off about something that was thrown in the ring. A little bit. <laughs> So, uh, Braden, what's it like working with Effie? One of the most um, awesomest. Is that even a word? Awesome. Right, I'll take it. I'll take it. it. Now. One of the coolest opportunities I've ever had uh, in my career so far. I love Effie as a person and as a worker. I love this match. And I know this ends up being kind of a... I know how this match ends up and it ends up being about Kenzie, not like halfway through. It's not about you anymore, but I love the teamwork in this match with you and Effie. And I love this too. It is. Um, I, I'm a big fan of Effie. I'm a big fan of everything he, he represents, everything he does. He's for everyone. And it was just so, this was so enjoyable that I actually texted the group chat and said, just watch it. I didn't know if we were going to cover it. But just watch it. I mean, look at this. This is so fun right here. Mm -hmm. Like, this is what a house show independent wrestling is to me, is stuff like this. It's just, you're entertaining fans. And that is what you two are doing. I love it. I absolutely love it. Does Effie, uh, uh, you don't have to spill too many beans here, but uh, <laughs> I'm assuming you've had conversations with him. Uh, you know, is there a, I'll just put it this way. Does he give you a lot of good advice and do y'all talk, uh, you know, about like some maybe stuff moving forward and, or, you know, like stuff you can do. I'm not saying like shows or anything, but just like, Hey, you know, next time in a match, do this or Hey, next time do this, like that type of stuff. Pointers, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Yes. Very, uh, 
very, very informative on things like that. Um, any, any, any way he can help, he always tries to help me. Not only just me, anyone else, you know, he's around. So it's always cool to see that from Effie. The announcers really put you, I know we're not listening to the, a lot of the commentary here, but the announcers really put you over heavy in this match. I don't know if you had a chance to watch this back, but they uh, made it sound like you were the next big thing, like almost like a Brock Lesnar reference. And um, you do put on a hell of a display uh, th- throughout that we're going to see here. Now, is Effie got about 10, 15 years on you? At least? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. You did the sir thing again. It's okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna go with it, Braden. Because you're, ne- you're never gonna stop. I can tell you were raised right, and I guess I, you know, the gray beard, the bald head. You know, it's, uh, it's what I am. <laughs> See, I miss these referee shirts, the black shirts. Yeah, the <laughs> I miss these shirts. <laughs> I want to see you in one of those, Adam. I want one of these shirts. <laughs> it is unique and it stands out. You're gonna have to talk to Dump. Bring those back. Dump, Dump will barely give me a new South T-shirt, much less a uh, an old uh, referee shirt. <laughs> speaking of that, speaking of that, Braden, do we have any merch that we can get from you? Uh, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I just dropped a new shirt um last week, I think. Week. And, where, and where can we get that at? Um, I have some on me in person uh, at the next New South show. Um, and then I'm in the process of getting a website made now. So nice. Okay. Just knowing you do. We'll post it all over. Yeah, well, definitely. Uh, definitely was interested in knowing that because I, I was on uh, Pro Wrestling Tees and I saw some of the New South refs wrestling gear recently. I love the orange and black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice. I like the, I like the, uh, all New South uh, shirts are really cool. I like the all gray with the black letter, and that's really cool. Um, they have some pretty fire ass shit. I think um, Carmen makes those. I'm not mistaken. I love this in the corner here. You're on one side. You got Effie doing his thing on the other side. This is just, <laughs> and you guys are like just, you guys are just having a good time. <laughs> it was great. I love this match was so much fun. Oh my gosh! Hell yeah! Oh. And now, here you go, meeting in the middle again. <laughs> in this match, uh, did you guys have everything scripted out? Or did was there, like, spots? Where you, uh, Don't worry about it, Devin. It's none of your business. <laughs> and then he yeah, turns on. We always on, ask you know. our guests this. Um, for the most part, yeah. For the most part, everything, yeah. Oh. Some things in dark plan, and that's on my part, but, yeah. Nice choke slam there. there there's some of the new... Braden Tune stuff. This is where you really go on display here in the match. Oh, there it is. You got them both up and yes, down. Absolutely incredible. Oh, there here comes that Effie character. Hell yeah. Off the top. Caught him. Oh, I thought he got you right there. Ooh. Um. No, yeah, I, I will wasn't... say, Braden, every time I watch one of your matches or something, you're damn good, dude. Like, you're damn good. I enjoy <laughs> the shit out of watching your matches, man. Thank you. That means the world to me. Thank you. The way you, uh, your mannerisms, even when you know, when it's not on you, but you're still like doing your, your shit, you know, 
Like it should, mm-hmm. it comes through. You're not just like standing in the corner. You know, you're not doing shit like that. It's constant with you, and I like that. Here we go. Thank you. And explain this. <laughs> that looks like stretch muffler. Yeah, stretch this muffler. Weapon. That is what they called it. This is one of the most strenuous <laughs> things I've ever done in wrestling. <laughs> Swinging a grown man <laughs> into other people. And they're having to make sure your arm stays away. <laughs> I mean, people want to use Effie as a weapon. Come on now. I loved it. I loved it. I think, uh, yeah, I think it was Effie, Effie's idea. It was lit. I loved it. And this right here, perfect. Alec Price is one of, oh, dude, so good. So crisp. So smooth. Yeah. The Prince. Yeah, yeah but freaking... Kenzie had a real attitude with him. Like, she was picking on him the whole time. Yeah. And who would have thought Effie would be out first, huh? Crazy. Crazy. The fans didn't. As the no, it shocks everybody, right? Yeah. They should have played, they should play his music, though, on the way in and on the way out. Because the music with Effie is over. <laughs> like, everyone loves it. It is good, man. I love going to GCW. <laughs> It's awesome. You know, it was great hearing it for the. I was the first time I, uh, second time I had heard it when we were out there in Huntsville. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves that fate, no matter where they are. It's great. Just a great performance. And then you have Dylan McQueen out there with uh, Kylie Alexa, right, Devin? <laughs> yeah. Who's um? Who's uh? Who's Dylan McQueen? I don't know. He's on stars here recently too. Yeah, hell, Dylan. <laughs> so, explain to us what this match would have been. Uh, who wins it? What happens? Wait a minute, I know who Dylan is. Dylan is the guy that Hunter Drake just beat for the championship. Facts. That's who that is. You guys are hilarious. But can we? Uh... <laughs> so, part uh, of the uh, Southern Sixteen tournament is um, sixteen of the best competitors all around the world, not just the South, uh, compete in the South for New South for wrestling. Um, only, uh, one person gets that orange jacket that everyone loves to have, and they get a guaranteed title shot at the human gold eventually. I, I think it's an anniversary. This is one I of my so. favorite parts, man. You <clears throat> love it. Fucking loved it, dude. I'd probably watch that. The way you just like take the hit, kind of pause and just, bam. Perfect, dude. Perfect. You're, you're really good at this wrestling stuff, man. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And then this happens. <laughs> right. Boo. That's why we should have the ladder match. I feel like they cheated. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, yeah, you know, they cheated. Two against one. Ah, bull crap. Collusion. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she's helping you. She's hurting you. She's helping you. Come on, make up your mind. <laughs> Freaking women, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brayden, so now that we know you didn't win this Hoss tournament, would you like to eventually win that? Nah, he wants to lose. Yeah. <laughs> that is, uh, <laughs> yeah, that is uh, my actually first ever uh, New South show was Hoss. Um, I think it was night two of Hoss. I think, yeah, that was the first ever um, uh, show, and that really what made me like fall in love with New South. Um, <clears throat> since then, I've always wanted to win. You know, Hoss. That's just been my goal. Of course, you know, Human Gold is top of the list but winning that orange jacket is something i think everyone at locker room strives to have um i think that's i think honestly to me personally that's why everyone strives so hard no matter 
if it's a fundraiser show, if it's anniversary, if it's Hoss, for instance, everyone always, always, always trying to prove a point why they are one of the best in the South. I think uh, one day we're going to see that uh, jacket on um, the treasure show by WWE. And uh, someone's going to have to give it up. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll, yeah, it'll be somebody's. Yeah. 10 grand. I don't know. <laughs> it means a lot. It means more than money. Everybody. Right. <laughs> and it's, it's a good thing to put on the resume, too, man. Like, you know, that carries oh, yeah. weight. Because you can, you can have that as your ring intro. You're like, winner of the whatever hostel, you know, whatever year. Like, carry some weight. Mm-hmm. Well, we always talk about the hostel. is basically your, I mean, we hate to use these uh, terms, but WrestleMania, right? Yeah, it's 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 everyone's WrestleMania. It's everyone's you know big night. Uh, to me, this was the biggest, the biggest weekend of my entire career. Um, of, you know, up until that point, so it, it was just everyone top to bottom. That that whole weekend was awesome. Every every host has just been awesome. I think the first ever, the first year I was at New South, I was uh I was on Haas, but it was me, Sean Campbell, uh, in a tag team gauntlet match. Um, the second show, I think this was the second hoss. Yeah, this is the second hoss. Yeah, so and then I was on this one. So yeah, it's been great. What was the name of that tag team with you and Sean Campbell again? Oh, uh, Wasted Generation. It was. Yeah, me. I love that Sean name. Campbell. Love it. It was awesome. <laughs> Wasted Generation just sounds awesome. awesome. But you guys were like more of a heel uh, tag team, correct? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we was. But I always I remember you saying last time you want to be you want to be the babyface you want to be everybody cheers for. Yeah, it's it's man, not anymore though. I hate that shit. It just <laughs> seems fake and phony to me. That's why I did what I did. You know. Appreciate that, man. <laughs> uh, that's sir, by the way. But we actually covered that tag match that y'all had in Gadsden between Dylan and Kinsey and you and Sean. Sean Campbell. Yep. Mm-hmm. When uh, Dylan yeah, actually turned on Kinsey. Yeah, I mean that was um, one of our best matches, tag matches wise. It was just great. Um, yeah. It was that one. I think I said this last time. It was us versus Petty and Pink, and then us versus Shug D and Donnie was two of our two of my personal favorite matches that we've had as a tag team. What a waste of all these streamers, huh? Some kid's poor birthday party is not going to be decorated now. Exactly. <laughs> hey, Brandon, have you ever went up against the current New South Tag Champions, ADS? Uh, yes, actually. Me, uh, let's see. Me and Kevin recently just wrestled last Saturday at Bad Boy Pro? Uh, no, not Bad Boy Pro. Fearless Championship Wrestling. And yeah, then we also wrestled for 37 minutes at uh, Chris Crunk's Pro Wrestling Mixtape. So, And then I wrestled Chris Crunk three times. So, yeah, I've wrestled him. Yeah, I've wrestled him before. And also, yeah, I think me, I think Triple Nines versus ADS would oh, yeah. be a really good match. Hell yeah, it would. Devin had a lot of questions about triple nines, but we ran a little short on time. But there was like six places on our notes here where it said triple nines. So right. I appreciate it. I appreciate it coming up now because I was I thought we missed an opportunity. <laughs> I watched and during this match. I see a lot of diehard New South fans that I see now. 
There's a bunch of these folks in the front row that still go to New South shows to this day. Yeah. New South has the best fan base in the South, I think. I recently reached out to Nick Nick Patrick about, you know, maybe you guys working with Deep South. I think he is open to it. Nick Patrick, the referee, before you were born, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Heel referee for the NWO, in case you didn't know. <laughs> That'd be dope. That'd be dope. There we the, go. Now, there's technically no rules in this match, right? No. Technically no rules, exactly. It always makes me laugh with the referees. They try to enforce the rules when there are no rules. Mm-hmm. There's that Get good from Dylan McQueen. <laughs> yeah, nice shoes, pal. <laughs> Ah, uh, at this time, everyone liked Dylan McQueen. Yeah, yeah, he's got a lot. Of, he's got a lot of Big Show moments. <laughs> right, <laughs> he's been he's been a little bit of both. Here we oh. go. Mm. No, t- typical Kenzie, right there. You know, that just uh, never stops being uh, her her go to at times. I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, well, it's broke now. And we are about to on the belt. I mean, is that mm. if there's ever a finisher, that's a finisher, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Finish both our matches today. All right, so Adam, this celebration goes on for a good uh for a while, yeah. <laughs> 15 minutes, so you can go ahead and cut it. Yeah. Um I but do uh, like anyway, the old, I, uh, predetermined and all that bullshit, but then like you see the reaction of everybody, and that's that's what it's all about, you know. It was really, um, really good, uh, Brayden. I, I really thought they put. I mean, I know that you the last uh, six or seven minutes you weren't in it, but you really put on a hell of a display there. And uh, they, the, the announcers were putting you over hardcore, so it I almost made it sound like here's the future right here. That's that's the way I I took that. Uh, that I took that. So, mm-hmm. well done, young man. Thank you. <laughs> hey, you gotta you gotta keep remembering that he's only twenty, man. He's it's like he's just well, starting out, and he's I'll just only he's, remember, huh? He, yeah. we, we just found out. Yeah, Adam, if you listen to last week, he had fucking five different ages. Yeah. And he was, <laughs> children. His t-shirts literally say established 2002. Uh, Brady, if you want to listen to last week, it's serious as a conversation. I said, I thought he said he couldn't drink. And, and Adam's like, I think he's 25. 25. Yeah, his 25, t-shirts say it's established 20 or 2002. Whatever. <laughs> the year well. I graduated. Here, my little brother was born. Oh, shut up, Devin. <laughs> Which one? You have fucking yeah. 20 siblings. The only, the only full blood one. Shout out to House on the Prairie at your fucking house. Old estate. Did we go through all of our listener questions already? Yeah, I did them. I, I mixed them in. I thought it'd be better that way. All right. All right. So, back to you, James. All right. Well, uh, is it time to laugh? I think it is time to laugh. Well, it's now time for the hottest rising segment in podcast today. You know it. I know it. Hell, we all know it. It's Waka 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 with Adam. So, Adam, take it away. All right, so I wrote down some of my favorite dad jokes. I've looked these up, and then I put a little more effort into these this week. Last week, I just phoned it in. I ain't going to lie to you. Why do you have to admit that? Yeah, it's <laughs> <cafe>, bro. Because <laughs> I knew we had a guest. That's why I amped it up a little bit this week. 
Oh, long-term storytelling? You shit the bed last week so you could have a good one this week? <laughs> we definitely did hey, not laugh last week. I was 50-50 booking. There we go. <laughs> All right, so what do you call a fake noodle? Mm -hmm. An imposter. Ah. All right, yeah, that's a good one. As go Devin on. would say, waka, waka, waka. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you call a song about a tortilla? A salsa. It's a wrap. Ah. All right. All right. All right. So... <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> yeah, Braden's really enjoying that he stayed on for this segment. <laughs> <laughs> so why is it bad to iron a four-leaf clover? Because you should never press your luck. No. I like that one. Man, you ish. Uh, he would laugh if he really liked it. <laughs> so what happened to the frog that parked illegally? He croaked. It got towed. All right. <laughs> Brad had a good that was a good answer though, Brad. Good answer, like Brad. That. Good answer. Wow. Yeah, give me potato salad. <laughs> I mean, ever since you said that, James, I've said it 30 times. <laughs> that work. The guy's <laughs> episode's hilarious. <laughs> Show me potato salad. <laughs> he just at the sun, and everybody's like, all right. And they just walk off. Maggie, be short and sweet. Go ahead, James. God damn. That was short. I did four. So, did four uh, what? I guess, I guess it's time for. KGU <laughs> or UGK. Shout out to UGK, Underground Kings, awesome rap group. But uh, yeah. I kid. But yeah, let's go with the F. -it. Oh wait, it's not that. No, nah, uh, we don't call it that anymore. <laughs> you know, Brad, I'll let you. Well, why don't we call it that anymore? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Brad, I'll let you. Don't want to wreck that up. But anyway, we had uh, to get rid of it. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, it's going to be keep, get rid of, and use once. Uh, you got it, uh, Braden? So it's kind of like a version of F, Mary Kill. It's just PG. Keep, get rid of, or use once. You understand? Yeah. Right. Perfect. I don't well, know why. Like I, he's I, 12. Jesus Christ, Brad. <laughs> leave Jesus Christ out of this. Uh, this is a PG show. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. So we're gonna call we're gonna call this we're gonna call this version of this sing that tune. <laughs> so these are these are songs for our good friend Braden Tune. So we have three songs here. I have three sets of three songs. You're gonna keep one forever. You're gonna listen to one forever. Listen to one once, and then say I don't ever want to listen to that one again. Eye of the Tiger from Rocky. You're the best around from Karate Kid. You're the best. Around. All right. Next song. Yeah. See, this is what Next I'm talking song. about. This kid's 20 years old. He's freaking looking at me like I have three heads already. How about Cobra Kai, huh? Do you watch that? Um, and then we have We Are the Champions from Queen. Mm. Uh so, so I the tiger. I'll keep forever. Okay. Um the thrill of the fight. The other two, I don't know much of. We <laughs> are the champions. Oh, I'll listen to that one time. I'll yeah, to that okay. one time. The other one is out. So you never watched Karate Kid? Mm -mm. My goodness. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Devin. 
Devin, you're 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 young too. But go ahead, pal. <laughs> and nothing's gonna ever keep you down. I'm gonna listen to that one once because I love that song. I love Karate Kid, so I'm gonna choose that one to be my listener once. I've listened to Eye of the Tiger way too many times. Listen to Rocky way too many times. I've seen Hulk Hogan come out to the ring to that way too many times. I'm just going to get rid of that one. And we are the champions. I'm going to listen to for the rest of my life to try to figure out if the conspiracy theory is true. And if it ends with of the world or if it doesn't or not. So. All right. Go ahead, Mike. (laughs) All right. I'm going to listen to forever is we are champions. Listen to it once, hire the tire, and get rid of the Karate Kid song. All right. Go ahead, uh, Adam. You have to keep Eye of the Tiger, because no matter how you're feeling that day, as soon as that song comes on, you're ready to get pumped up and ready to run through a freaking wall. And then uh, we are the champions that listen to it once and get rid of Karate Kid. Hmm. All right, James. I'm kind of nervous about telling this story. I don't know if I should. Oh, <laughs> that means go for it. Yeah, my hey, fuck it. Well, you're know, in. Yeah. yeah. True. So, uh, I was uh on a on a certain website that shows videos. I'll say. And, uh, I love YouTube. I, I it. it Premiere streaming network not <laughs> videos you cannot show on YouTube. And uh I clicked on one and the background music on it was Eye of the Tiger. And I'm sitting there and I was just like I really started paying attention to the words and I was like, man, the lyrics of this song are really badass. So I stopped said video <laughs> and then uh went to YouTube and I was like Listen to the words. It's like, you know, like, holy fuck, this is a motivational song. Because, you know, everybody knows the song. But if you really listen to the lyrics, like, damn good lyrics. So, uh, you know, it was so good <laughs> that I switched uh, what activity I was about to do and uh, <laughs> listen to the lyrics. And, you, know, but you didn't finish the video? So I guess uh, I of the Tiger will be uh, the one that I keep, <laughs> you know. It's the eye of the tiger. It's the thrill of the fight. Rising up to the challenge of our rivals. That you did. Yeah, rising up. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Woo. Yeah, so uh, there's that one. <laughs> I'm going to keep that one. Uh, listen to once probably would be We Are the Champions because, you know, I don't win a lot of things, you know, so because I'm not like competition-wise really don't win much. So, hey. I'll listen to We Are the Champions, uh, assuming it ever happens. And I guess, uh, you know, Karatai Kid may have to be the, the one I uh, get rid of. All right. I am actually going to get rid of We Are the Champions. I do like the song, but it is not my favorite Queen song. I like a lot of the other ones better. I'm going to keep Eye of the Tiger, and I do like You're the Best Around. That does get me pumped up when I'm watching that movie. All right. I'm only going to do one more. I'm not going to do the last one. We're going to do one more. And I hope you know these songs, Braden, but they're really not your time, but I think you should have listened to them. <laughs> Welcome to the Jungle. Oh, yeah. Guns N' Roses. Wow. He doesn't. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. Welcome to the Jungle. We got what you need. Enter Sandman <laughs> by Metallica. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, okay. No doubt. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, 
And how about this? The final countdown. The final countdown. This is much harder. I mean, you probably came out to that song once. <laughs> Go ahead, Braden. So I listened to Final Countdown one time. I'll keep Inner Sandman forever. And that other one's gone. Sounds like you didn't have an app. The other one. The other one. The nothing song of Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses. There's an album, Appetite for Destruction. You should listen to it. Amazing. Yeah. Maybe when I'm at a the next New South show, I'll I'll start playing. <laughs> Come out here, you'll be like this. Music. What the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead, uh, Devin. I've always got stupid pumped every time Enter Sandman would play, whether it was Sandman coming down to ECW or Mariano <laughs> Rivera coming out in the ninth. Uh, gross. Enter Sandman has <laughs> always been one of my favorite songs, and I'm gonna keep that one forever. Uh, Welcome to the Jungle. That's going to be my listen to one time. That's a badass song. Guns N' Roses, The Goats. And off the top of my head, I can't remember the third. So that one. Uh, Final Countdown. Yeah, I wasn't even happy to hear it when Brian Danielson came out to it. So, Dude, these are hard, okay? Yeah. It's by Europe. Europe does Final Countdown. I'm keeping Guns N' Roses. Because I think that's one of my favorite bands of all time. Uh listen to it once is entertainment because you hear it everywhere you go and final countdown and just get rid of it okay all right uh go ahead uh adam so adam take Bra- it away i'm with brighton man entertainment man metallica anything metallica you're i just want to listen to say anger times i love it i love it i love them except for one the one i don't like that song that song freaks me out i actually used to come out uh, to when I back out wrestled, I used to come out go. to one of the Metallica songs. Yeah, sure you did, pal. Brady, you gotta get dumped to play a Metallica song next time Adam's on his way out. What'd you say? You gotta get dumped to play a Metallica song next time Adam's oh, on his way out now. <laughs> so all we need is more emphasis on the referees. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen to one time, final countdown. Get rid of Welcome to the Jungle. All right, James. Uh, I will, I guess I'm going to keep Welcome to the Jungle because, you know, like the intro is a little long and stuff, but, you know, like once it kicks in, awesome stuff. Uh, I guess one time would be uh, Inner Sandman because, you know, I like the walking out, smashing open a beer, downs the beer, takes a kendo stick, which fucking hurts, uh, B-Rad, and uh, I can't wait. I kind of want to pay Sandman <laughs> to make a public appearance where you know what? You, if you walk it around Philly long enough, you'll find you that Kindle's dick. You walk around Philly long enough, you'll find him. <laughs> right? Sure. So, uh, <laughs> I may have to go up there for WrestleMania and be like, "Hey, man, here's a hundred bucks. Beat the fuck out of that ball, dude!" Right? There. I promise you, <laughs> he will be at the ECW arena at some point. That we play <laughs> Sandman on Sandman right. on my phone and just like. Videotape Sandman beating your ass. That'd be so awesome. So Brayden, Brayden, what it is, Brad Stanton thinks that a kendo stick does not hurt at all. We're gonna find out. We're legit, gonna find out. He legit thinks it doesn't hurt. I I I don't. I, I think it doesn't hurt. So I'm ready to get hit. And uh is he Adam, not freaking crazy, Brayden. Brayden's looking at me really, and I'm getting a little scared. <laughs> Brayden to hit him. They hurt like hell. Bober had one in this, like, I was tapping rather... me with it, like, on the arm, like, tat, tat, tat. I was like, I'm going to take a chair shot any day. 
right, well, we're going to go through thumbtacks. Didn't take a fucking Kindle stick. What? Get the, now I don't now I don't buy any of that. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fine. But I'm just saying that shit hurts. Someone's hitting me with one, and we're gonna find out for sure. No shirt though, yeah. across the back. No, I don't shirt want, on. I don't need a shirt. Okay, okay, buddy. No shirt. <laughs> James, did you finish your answers? Yeah, and then uh, you know, your <laughs> final countdown is out. Yeah, I'm keeping uh, all three. Um, no, <laughs> I uh, I am gonna keep. Enter Sandman. I'm gonna listen to Final Countdown once, and just because Welcome to the Jungles in the beginning of the movie, um, Lean on Me, and it's a disturbing part of the movie. I want it out. Did you remember that movie, James? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so the beginning of that, it's like the, the school's like nuts, right? And they're playing that song, and I'm like looking a little disturbed over here. They're tearing the girls' clothes off. I'm like, whoa, whoa, calm down. I haven't seen it much. No, but it's a movie a you only. Of- it's a movie you see once. Okay, you don't uh, yeah. like put that on repeat. <laughs> anyway, that's it, guys. Thanks for playing. Right on. Well, uh, the fun house it is. <laughs> fun game, Brad. So, oh, I gotta keep talking, don't I? Yeah, you do. All right. So yeah, next week, know. guys, we are having our good friend of the show, Ben Jones, on from Australia. Our favorite Aussie, Ben Jones, and he has picked two matches for us. He has picked Uncle Elmer versus Adrian Adonis from WrestleMania Two, and Big John Stud versus Hulk Hogan. 10 uh from October 19th 1985 it is a championship match in the rain. So he um hey I I'm very interested I've never seen that match with John Studd and Hogan. Very interested to see that because I was a big John Studd fan back in the day. It was my favorite uh action figure and um he left us too another one that left us too soon. And uh so I'm uh, really looking forward to having Ben on and when Ben does come on. So we uh Behind the scenes, we record this at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Ben Jones is 12 hours ahead of that. So that means he will be recording at 7 a.m. Friday morning as we are recording Thursday night at 7 p.m. That's dedic- under, that is dedication. Morning. Dedication. So uh, he is ex- down under with Ben Jones. He is excited. Um, it is going to be a completely different dynamic of us at night, him in the morning, I think. But that's always us and him. So, <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, looking forward to next week. And uh, back to you, James. Great friend, great fan of the show, so can't wait for that. Um, Check him out uh, at Zippo Coach. Also true. Mike's second show that he does. Mike and Adam. Mike and Adam. Adam has been on that show at least six times. Mike's (laughs) on every other episode. (laughs) Okay. When they need ratings, they holler at me. Yeah, I'm sure they give him more ratings. (laughs) I do want to say, you know, as we're wrapping this up, Braden, uh, you got a lot of fucking future. You got a great potential. Like you're already this good, so I can only imagine how fucking good you're gonna be. Uh, you're we're all big fans of you here. Thank you again for coming on. Welcome anytime, dude. Just shoot the word. You know, hit up Adam, your you know favorite ref, and uh, you know you you can count on us <laughs> to get checks in the mail. But, yeah, I mean, uh, you got any closing words? I know the guys probably have uh, some good buys to say to you. But, yeah, man, we'll let you uh, talk. You. Uh, just to say thank you for having me on again. Really appreciate it. This is probably definitely 100% funnest podcast I've ever been on. Been on a couple recently, but this one is definitely one of the best, funnest, definitely the comfortablest uh, podcast I've been on. So, thanks for hospitality, as always. Definitely want to be on again soon. So, thank you, guys. Well, plug your socials as well, okay? Uh, Twitter is tune underscore Braden. 
Instagram is tune underscore twelve twenty three. Facebook's just Braden Tune. Uh, yeah. Also, I don't know your your guys is where you from or anything, but December first is a show in Florence, Alabama, and all you guys are welcome. Uh, Brad, Devin, Adam, you'll probably be there. Uh, James and Mike, pull up. Free tickets on the house. Just come enjoy the show. Oh man, I'll tell you, I want to. I do want to. It was great seeing you. It was great. Uh, I, I'll just talk now. It was great seeing you when um, when we were out in Huntsville. Uh, that was one of the highlights of our weekend for sure. And just to get to be able to meet you, and then not to talk to Rolando because we were because I was scared because of James talking so much shit, and then he's standing right next to it. I'm like this, you know, like not looking at him, and uh, I'm like pretending he's not there. He's looking at me, like trying to meet me, and I'm like, I'm with James. I can't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that is uh that's a shoot. <laughs> anyway, I'm uh, that's all for me. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Really do. Uh, yeah, thank you. It means a lot, brother. Yes, thank you for having me. Again. I, I appreciate your time a lot tonight, Braden. I uh, look forward to you, watching you keep growing in the ring and growing professionally. You're a hell of a superstar and you're just going to keep climbing. So, thank you. I can see it up close and personal, baby. Right? Adam keeps us up to date, you know, because we, we do kind of ask, like, hey, what Braden do? <laughs> you know, like, he's going right, to yeah. tell us about what's going on, whether we want to or not. You know, he's going to tell us about <laughs> what he's doing. So, I tell him twice his, just to make sure they heard it. His topic every yeah. week is what he's doing in reffing. That is it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, glad, uh, glad you like coming on here and for sure more stuff in the future. And, uh, you know, to wrap it up, like our friend Braden here said, there are going to be some setbacks in life, but if the if you keep striving for that ultimate goal, these little setbacks ain't shit. You know, sometimes uh, bumps happen, and hey, you may get pinned, but guess what? You just got to throw that shoulder, baby, because you have the power to kick at it too. Don't let anything ever tell you you ain't worth a fuck, because guess what? You're the one that answers for it, and you are worth a fuck. So if anything weighs you down... One, two, bam. Always kick that shoulder out. Because, hey, every day moving forward is another one worth living. And, uh, you know, that's what we do. And that's what you do on your show, The Kickout Crew. So uh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Run. <laughs> <laughs>